No, that's not correct, Amanda. Okay, then, uh, Mr. Epstein, you're at three minutes. One second. One second. Okay, double mask. Okay, a little bit about me. My name is Marty Epstein. I'm a former writer for the New York Times and editor at BuzzFeed. I currently teach political science at Southwest High School while also working part-time at my local Starbucks for the fact that they are paying for my six-year-old openly gay transgender offspring's gender transition surgery, as well as providing unlimited hormone blockers, access to abortion. But anyways, let me get into the reason I'm here today. Then I'll circle back if we have any time left. Our superintendent refuses to really put his foot down with this transphobia, and he failed to get transgender restrooms. And I am sickened. Transphobia is a serious illness, and unfortunately, there isn't a vaccine for it yet. <laughs> and I first witnessed transphobia <laughs> when a kid wearing a racist Make America Great Again hat made fun of me and said that me being myself was a Halloween costume. <laughs> Donald Trump is not in office. The disease of Trumpism has spread across our stolen land. Every night I cry myself to sleep knowing that I live on stolen Native American land. <laughs> As a high school teacher, I witness transphobia every single day. <laughs> Racist bigot! We need to teach our students and raise awareness in our schools about this deadly virus. Transphobia is a spectrum, and it can go from transphobia to transphobia with many shades and flavors in between. But what degree of transphobic are you? We have the extreme transphobic, which is Trump supporters, Nazis, KKK, Bible thumpers who believe in a sky daddy. When we clearly know that we humans used to be monkeys and came from the Big Bang Theory, which is proven science. Let's not forget, straight white males, those who say that a man will never be a woman, those who refuse to get vaccinated and obey the science. It's science, people! Obey the science! It's common basic biology! <laughs> Just get the vaccine! You pick it! Now, is somebody laughing? Now we have those who are right in the middle. Are you that person who says, I have a gay friend or family member? Am I that gay friend? Do you refuse to get gender reassignment therapy surgery? The bottom of the spectrum is unconscious transphobia. This is anybody who is not transgender and refuses to be attracted to the same sex. I recently had a coworker who said that he was not transphobic. However, he refused to kiss me because he said he didn't swing that way. So if you didn't see yourself on the spectrum, that is the category that you Time. Thank are you. in. Thank you. Oh, my God.
the Black Swan Media Studios, deep inside a secret underground bunker. We're speaking to freedom-loving patriots from all around the country and the world. Welcome to the resistance. This is John Crump, live. I sure as hell help. I sure as whatever. I hope. I hope that was a troll. That's what I'm trying to say. I really, really do. My name is John Crump, an investigative journalist, and I'm going to investigate that to see if that's a troll or not. But until then, I have my co-host, Flying Rich, who is also on the spectrum of uh, transgenderism that wants to get free of summit surgery. No. Uh, but I believe that guy was uh, talked about on Mark Dice's show a couple days ago, and that he does these troll things at like you know school board town hall type of stuff. Yeah, it, we it would have to be. Okay, and I want to say hi to Shanky Girl. But I, I think that that was an epic troll. <laughs> that was great. Uh, there, there's a bunch of them. So if you look at Mark Dice, uh, there, he, he highlights a couple of them. Yeah, that dude, that dude, <laughs> that dude is awesome. But you know, whether whether you have something completely insane to say in front of like the school board or whatever, they they do the same thing. They just stare at you, don't say a word. Yep. And we got Ben. Ben from Tier One Kinetics. Kinetics. How are you doing? No audio is how he's uh, doing. You know, doing okay. I'm uh, here at the body shop. Huh? Hey, I was joking. Uh, I said you were doing with I'm no here audio. I'm at the uh, body shop. I had a car run into me uh, yesterday. Oh, so I ran into um, I was totally it... what? I'm sorry. Yeah, you're, you're totally breaking up. Okay. Yeah, the service is really bad right here. Um I might have to give you a call, uh, try again here in another 15, 20 minutes when yeah. I get this yeah. estimate done. Yeah, that's and fine. Okay. To another spot. That's fine. Yeah, so. no problem. Fine. Well, okay. we'll talk to you then, Ben. Okay. Sorry, guys. All right, ben. No problem. Appreciate it. Okay, sir. Sir. Bye. Okay. Bye. Shoo. I, I enjoy Ben. We got to get one full episode with him, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think he likes us very much. Do not think he likes us very much at all for some reason. Oh, I'm sure he does. So how are you doing, Rich? Good, good, good. Sorry for running in and out yesterday. First, I wasn't supposed to be on the show because my wife said, hey, we're going to this event at 6 o'clock. And then she's like, oh, it's next Tuesday or two weeks, whatever. It's like, okay. And then um, – had somebody oh dog got dropped off from grooming and i had to walk it because nobody knew if it was walked <laughs> and somebody had met at the gun show wanted to buy uh two polymerity uh frames and parts from me so they came so so yesterday even though i didn't plan on being here i was going to be here but then a lot of stuff took me away from being here oh wow well you know what i think you need to uh Check your priorities a little bit. Meh. Huh? I'm just joking. 
Don't and Kurt care. 24 is a channel member and he's using all of the channel member uh, emojis. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. The, the plane crashing into the house and then the plane crashing into the car. Yeah. That's, uh, that's very nice. Very nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. Whatever. So crumpy, you got the wife back, right? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So that that must be good. Yeah, it is very, Ooh, very good. Uh, Arfcom uh, ran the Josh Shapiro story. Oh, okay. And they had you know a crime counter going. Oh, nice. So yeah, only what a week late. Yeah, whatever. Uh, not, not that we're counting, but yeah, you know, it is what it is. I mean, you know, if you want news, <laughs> as opposed as opposed to olds, you say nudes? No, I said news, news. Okay, I'm about to say like I don't want any nudes. I mean, what the hell are you talking about? No, nobody wants a nude of you, John. Uh. Probably they dude. There's people out there that want everything. No, um, it, it's uh, who's the guy with the feet? He just wants pictures of your feet. Uh, thirsty cult. Yes. That's oh, it. that was that's you. You thought he was joking. Uh, I yeah, thought it was kind of funny. And then you showed I his did. feet, then we were like, uh, "Rich, you're not joking." He's like, "You mind if I do a video of your feet?" I'm like, "Uh, yeah, I don't know." Jesus. Well, well, it is Florida, and it's uh, let's see, what's the temperature? Well, two forty-two was eighty-two. Um, nope, it's eighty now. And let's see, Matt was sending me like temperatures in Wisconsin. What was it? Twenty-eight. That's twenty-eight up there. Yeah, it's yeah you know, twenty in uh, Coloma, Wisconsin. Oh, at okay. 10.40 a.m. So I don't know if that's a heat wave or not. That's cold. Yep. Yeah, especially in the shade. Wow. That's all I gotta say. So I, I think there was a pileup in Pennsylvania. I don't know if that was because of ice or you know some winter weather condition. Uh, Yeah, dude. That was insane. Did you see it? No, no. I, I just... I barely watch network TV. There's like one show I catch almost every day. Yeah, I mean, it was insane. I mean, it's. Oh, hold on. Why you keep on texting me? Was that an icing condition or? What, what uh, yeah, I think it was icing and. Uh, and. Um, <sighs> I have no idea, man. <laughs> it's just killing me. I I had it once uh, on Long Island, and you know, usually road prep they're pretty good about. But if you don't get a layer of salt down before you get some like icing type condition, and you could have it where you have dew that freezes, so not like rain or snow. And I ran into that once where the road they had uh, going up Nichols Road actually from Sunrise Highway. 
and uh, I was going to college at uh, Suffolk Community. And, you know, you, you could, you probably couldn't stand on it. And, you know, you're just creeping along at about a mile an hour. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah that, that was like once that happened in, you know, however long I've lived on Long Island. Yeah. Uh, I remember a couple of years ago in the D.C. area, there was a really, really uh, bad pileup. And it was just like insane. Um, uh, everyone got stuck everywhere and going to work the next day. It looked like it was like something out of The Walking Dead. I would have, you were driving around cars that were just stuck in the road that people just abandoned. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that that can happen. That that's a real thing. Like you get kind of, um, I I don't know, lulled into a sense of security that the people that run the dot and handle the roads do everything right and, it, and i'm not blaming anybody like you have some freak uh you know do in freezing condition you can't you can't anticipate and prepare for that yeah i think especially what I, when it's hyper local i think what happened was there was a big ice storm and no one knew it was coming mm. mm-hmm. so, yeah you see some of these southern states uh where they rarely get freezing and then they have you know freezing rain and yeah, that's just a real mess. Yeah, uh, yeah. What happened was it was just, just like iced over. Then everyone got uh, stuck everywhere, which was really bad. But it is what it is. I'm trying to figure out how to do this damn thing. I don't know. I have no Uh-oh. idea. Oh, is this guy or a... I, I'm not sure what his name is. The The one guy, he says, we got three seasons here, um, a month of mud, two months of fake summer, and the rest is just miserable ice. Sounds like New Hampshire. It's a lot of different places around. <laughs> a lot of different places. I knew a guy up that way. He used to get excited. It's mud season. <laughs> yeah, mud season. Yeah, um, my friend Alan lives up there, and he and he was talking talking about um, like like the the mud seasons and stuff like that. So, Charles, I I really don't want to comment on this thing because I just don't want to comment on it. I don't want to give it any more press than it already's got. Dude, I, I I would like to see Joe Rogan host the Oscars, though. Not that I'm a fan of The Rock anymore, but it would be good. And that's all I want to say. Well, Joe Rogan can handle himself. <laughs> well, Smith ain't, jo- ain't uh, slapping Joe Rogan. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, Joe Rogan's the real deal. Oh, 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 all right. I really didn't want to talk about this. If 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 that wasn't scripted, they should fire the writers because that they probably got more watch hours on that thirty seconds than the entire Oscars got watch hours. And Jordan, who's not on the show today, what I want to know is, unfortunately, I've seen Jordan make 
couple of appearances on podcast recently, and I don't think he said more than 30 seconds worth of conversation. Yeah, probably. And, <laughs> and I enjoy Jordan. I, I mean, Jordan's a great guy. Doing great things for the community. And, and, and speaking of stuff, I'm getting, I've got to, I got to drill my, uh, my MUP one. I haven't drilled the MUP one yet. Why haven't you not drilled your MUP one? Um, heck if I don't know. I, I just, I bought, I bought a vice. I bought a vice for the drill press to set it up on. I have, you know, the cutting oil. As soon as I got back from Oaks, Pennsylvania, which was what, mid December, I, like within days of getting back, I had everything I needed to do the work. Then why haven't you done it? Uh, like I said, heck if I don't know. I think you really need to do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I Well, I got a care package coming. I ordered myself a, you know, barrel slide upper parts. And I, I do, I did 3D print a lower for it. So, I, but I may just buy one. They're, they're cheap enough. For a uh, for a Sig P three twenty. Uh, what size are you doing? Doing compact or full size? Ooh, well, I, I'm guessing it's full size because I didn't. Where, where's my invoice? That's not it. Uh, no, it's I, I didn't print down invoice. Let me know. I got an extra one. If you want. No nope, nope. Yeah, I mean, I got uh, like some real. real some really cool stuff from the JSD um, recently, and uh, not 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 just him. No, on top of the stuff I bought yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I've been. Um, you know, I, I talked to Bob yesterday, um, and, and I'm not sure have Bob and Jordan ever been on the same podcast at the same time. No, I. I well, they were on uh, yesterday at the same time. No, they were. Because uh, I know Bob was on, and then I look, and then Jordan was on. Yeah, so they were on at the same time. Uh, wait, but, wait. So well, I kind of ruined your joke there, didn't I? Yeah, yes, you did. Yes. So um, I've been, you know, I've been talking to Bob about, like, hey, what's going to happen come the first? And it, it's tough getting into a crazy person's head, which is what I consider the ATF, because they – um, when you consider they claim bump stocks were machine guns and you have to destroy them and, you know, tough luck, destroy them or turn them in. And you hope that isn't going to be the, you know, polymer 80 issue. And again, I, I don't think a lot of people uh, would, you know, go for that. Um, the question is, are they could do a couple of things. So on the, the good guy end of the scale, they could say the current inventory can be sold and anything manufactured from now on in has to have a serial number and go through an FFL. And then there's, you know, various versions of that. So, and as you move further, you know, towards the jerk end of the scale, um, you know, they could say there's no grace period. Everything has to have a serial number, even if you have inventory. So, like, I'm a distributor of JSD, and I'm my my philosophy is I'm just going to stay lean and uh, only 
things that I've already sold am I getting this week, basically. So this way, I don't have any excess inventory if the ATF comes out with a ruling that says, oh, by the way, you know, you need to crush this or, you know, serialize it or whatever, you know, that, those kinds of things. Mm. They're, they're going to just transfer them into your personal inventory. Well, that I mean, basically, that's what I would do. I mean, I mean, that's what I would do. Yeah. And that's why I'm. Like I said, I'm staying lean as far as the number of those types of things that I have. And they, so the ATF could come out with this, and I hate to say ruling because royalty rules, uh, they could come out with this decision uh, as early as Friday. No, they can come, yeah. But I, I, mean, I don't There's no they reason they couldn't come out with it tomorrow, but then again, you know, tomorrow's Thursday. Yeah, I mean, usually they do the stuff like that on Fridays. The Friday document, Tom? Yeah. So for those of you that are not journalists, like Crumb, um, there's what's called the Friday document dump. And what happens is government agencies that don't want a lot of press on something Five o'clock Friday, they'll dump a document that says, oh, and by the way, we cheated taxpayers out of, you know, $500 million. Or, by the way, we just found out gangs in Brooklyn, New York, extorted the COVID relief fund for $5 million. And so that type of thing will come out five o'clock on Friday, where barely anybody in the standard news cycle is going to be reporting on it. And chances are something will happen over the weekend. That'll be more important story or Monday morning before anybody actually writes copy on it and reports on it. And I should say legacy media. Yeah. I mean, John Trump's working all the time, even at Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, the kind of, uh, yeah, it kind of didn't, um, it kind of wasn't um, fun doing that, but I, well, I I did it. My son's coming down here. What's up, buddy? Oh, no. I'm going to have to fix it then. I'll fix it in a little bit. Yeah, well, we'll, go, we'll play Minecraft later, okay? It's good to be the daddy. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've been playing Minecraft together. Cool. Well, you you got a Minecraft server going, right? No, uh, I don't have a Minecraft server. Oh, I thought you did. No, 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 we don't. Just uh, we have the accounts and stuff like that. So we just play. oh, okay. Play play the accounts and everything else like that. Man, I'm, I'm trying to find a retro rifle. What are you looking for? I don't know. A retro rifle. Ooh, Ooh. and so um, I have some good news. If you guys have been following along on my IG, I think I do. I, I posted some YouTube video of it also. Um, my ARC build is getting sponsored by 22 Mods for All, and uh, Invader Zip is sending me over the parts. So, like, in less than a week, I should have everything I need to make, make the thing go pew. Oh, that's cool. So I'm pretty excited. I, I, this is this is a project I've been super excited about. I, I'm still super excited about the Glock Wolf Hub. 
Uh, I've got another version I, I plan on printing, like my Rev 2. And uh, let's see. So Nightstrike is like, so did the guest not show up? Yes, he did show up, but he was in a lousy area, and he's going to try and jump in a little a little later. Yeah, I'm trying to get my <laughs> damn thing. So I'm going <sighs> to... Dude, I don't so know. So Nightstrike and I... Oh, I... You know, usually I have props right at my feet. I can hold them up. Uh, but Nightstrike turned me on to um, 3D printing flats to bend, like, SEPMI or HK flats. And uh, so I printed some for him and a, like, assembly jig, which I guess I got to print for myself. And I printed um, myself both an 80% version and a 100% infill version just to test them out. And I got two, um, like, you know, set me flats and I've got two MP5 flats that are, I believe are going to be here tomorrow. So I got some cool build stuff coming in the future. <laughs> One car fast says gold G34 bullpup. Uh, unless I printed in some fancy filament or rattle can it. Uh, yeah, that ain't going to happen. No, I think you should. Uh, uh, I was, Kurt, I was looking at how to set it for uh, like annual subscriptions, and I don't have enough supporters on my local at johncrump.locals.com. So if you go there, you can join up and help me get to that next level. You can also use code Wolverine to get one month free of premium service. There you go. A free premium service of what? I don't know. Uh, on locals? Yeah, yeah, you get one month free of the, the paid. Oh, is that it? Oh, okay. So I, I believe uh, I don't have any paid locals thing going on. I just set it up as locals. It, and a couple of things. Uh, one, because I can share, you know, affiliate links, etc. cetera, that um, you're not allowed to do on YouTube. And you can pimp locals. You can stream live on locals and touch the evil pew, which which is kind of cool. Something interesting has been going on. I actually deleted like my last four live YouTube videos, you know, a couple of these episodes uh, of a couple of John Crump lives because they're all demonetized. And like, I don't want to keep building up uh, the yellow dollar signs. And uh, were, were your last few episodes also yellow dollared? No. No? That's so weird. No, maybe they just don't like you. Yeah, they could be. And Ben is back. Let's add him to the stream. Hey, Ben. I made it. Hi. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Not bad. How you Good. doing, Ben? Uh, you know, just uh, you know, just rolling with the punches here. You know, so life is all right. <laughs> man, I can't complain. Not bad. Good, How are you doing, yeah. Ben? Is that the official tier one Jeep or no? Uh, no. This is uh, the this is the grocery dinner. So this is the <laughs> daily driver. Well, what happened? You got hit? Yeah, I got uh, quipped. Somebody uh, was coming out of a parking space and just decided they wanted to take a chunk of my bumper with it. Well, that sucks. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I just got done doing the estimate thing and sent her, a, sent her that. And, well, I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's going to be a quick a quick hex. You know, I'm glad I got a, I'm glad I got a, a bump vehicle, if you will. We used to call it a bump aircraft back in the day, but it's sort of the same <laughs> principle. I got, got, a, got 
got to have two to make one, you know? Right, right. Uh, so. Yeah, well, that sucks. Yeah, so, you how's everything in you guys? How's everything with uh, Team Uncool these days? I, I should have worn my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Team Uncool. It's good. We're doing all right. So, Tier yeah. 1 Kinetics launched, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we've been around uh, since 2019. The website's been up since I think early part of 2020 um, but then uh, I, I launched a, a new gun uh, a new gun page that uh, focuses on uh, you know firearm sales and that started uh, I don't know early to mid actually probably like June July this year um, so um, or not you know 2021 um, mm-hmm. so that's been up and running um, but it's really difficult to drive uh, traffic I'm noticing to the website um, so since we have like zero marketing budget whatsoever, so, so it's, it's helpful to, uh, come on, you know, shows like this and just like talk about it a little bit and see if there's just one person out there that actually wants to get a good deal on some, some firearm or accessory or something. And, you know, yeah, more welcome to come and shop at our store, you know, let's uh, pull it up. Let's pull it up and see what it looks like. Yeah. Just drop yeah, the link just in the chat. Com. Oh, I don't, uh. Hold on just a second. Okay, yeah, I can get that. Ah, crap, I missed my turn. <laughs> no, we're that happens when you right. podcast from your phone. Share, share the screen, man. Okay. Yeah, my my system is running so dog slow. All right, give me oh, one second here. There you go. Sorry of uh, doing some crypto type stuff. <laughs> cool. Sorry. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, okay. Right. Got to make got to make some money somehow. So uh, yeah, I'm uh, a pretty good way to do it. Yeah, yeah. My mine's running like three frames a second, so I, right. I really let's go to uh, tier one kinetics. Yeah, the um the computer uh, the desktop version is uh, a lot more a lot more cooler than the. Uh, than... Do we lose them? Uh, yeah, I think so. All right, well, let's bring up Tier 1 Kinetics anyway. Until we get back. <laughs> All right. So, uh, here is Tier 1 Kinetics. Looks like a WordPress site. Running a nice little theme. You got some chat you you have some uh like plugins here for like like a chat with us plugin and everything else. Yeah. See, I'm adding Ben back in. Yeah, I got you got you back again. So, so you know struggles of being a helicopter pilot is you're just not good at most things. So you know, <laughs> Alright, that's uh, like the tech, technical difficulties of doing a, a live stream podcast. Yeah. No, you only have to do at least three things at once as a helicopter pilot. Hey, Rich. Yeah. I'm actually doing all of those things right now. I'm, I'm operating some sort of a vehicle. What the hell? Talking on the uh, phone. And then uh, also managing all, all three axes of my my being. So there's that. <laughs> trying to back into a parking spot. Hey, hey, Rich. There's something, <laughs> you're gonna, there's something you're going to have to do. Wait, what's that? Two shots. Two shots, what do we got? Two shots. Look on the screen. 
uh it hasn't refreshed on my slow mac oh we got oh we we got a uh, turkish bullpup turkish bullpup <laughs> yep yep so we we do what we call the turkish uh drinking game so uh when okay. there's a turkish shotgun and it's one drink and when it's a turkish bullpup shotgun it's two drinks okay well that sounds like a good time <laughs> you sell NFA stuff? Uh, the Thunder Chicken. What's not to like? Uh, yeah, actually, I need to pull that off the site. I sold that last week. So. Oh, but okay. There should be there there should be a there should be a whole category for NFA Class Three. So. Yeah, let me more on there. The FM five hundred nine, which is a nice, nice firearm. How many of those you got, John? FM five hundred nine. Like yep. eight or nine. <laughs> You're teasing. Nine. Yeah, of course I'm teasing. I'm I wish I can. I like that gun. I shot one of those with uh, one of the Desert te- Desert Tech reps. Have you guys heard of Desert Tech? They make oh, bullpups sure. too. Yeah, yeah, way crazy expensive bullpups. Are they? I never priced one out. Um, oh yeah, just, yeah. It's like, uh, like what is it? The MDR? Is it the MDR? Is the bullpup gun? I. Yeah. Uh, it's like they have that they have that interchangeable barrel system or whatever. It's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. It, I think it's like over twelve thousand dollars. And then this guy, <laughs> he's yeah, yeah. It's like a twelve thousand dollar bullpup. And oh, wow. the he had an optic on it that was like ten thousand dollars. He's like, hey, you want to? I'm like, no. <laughs> he's like, no. Try. I'm like, no. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Nah. I don't know about all that. It's like. Yeah, I'm not really even a bullpup pup fan to begin with, really. But hey, like to each their own, you know. I might add something to my judge. collections here. I don't, I don't, I don't bullpup shame. Yeah, just let me know what you want, John. I'll get you the, uh, I'll, I'll get you the uh, podcast um, pro guy discount. Oh, awesome! The podcaster friends and family discount. Yeah, yeah, or or get you uh, some sort of a program where I can get you some additional credit in the store. To spend on something else, like when you make one purchase, I'll I'll get you something for free. I just uh, working through all that stuff is uh, is kind of challenging, you know. Um, so I I haven't had en- enough uh, practice at passing, uh those orders and stuff like that to really get on. So yeah, if you guys want to offer up some uh, <laughs> some assistance, I'll make sure and uh, make make it worth your while because uh, I'm still you know bootstrapping everything and figuring it out as I go. So. Well, let, 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 we can talk offline about some of the stuff that I that I can help you out with here. Um, you know what? I don't have a Canic. No, I'm I'm a big fan. What is the new Canic? It's is it the Mete or the Mete? Yeah, I don't know. I've been seeing it. You know, they've been doing a really great job of marketing it. I'll just I'll tell you that much. I mean, it definitely makes me makes it look cool. You know, so oh, yeah. I haven't uh, personally shot one yet. Well, I so I, here's. Uh, I, I've got to claim nice. something just uh, really. I I can't shoot a canic worth of crap. It's something about my muscle memory or whatever. I could hand it to anybody else. They could shoot a nice tight group with it. My groups are like I'm lucky to hit the Smurf. You know, it, I I I like the gun. I like the cost of the gun, the manufacturer of the gun, but I just can't. Oh, it's the rival. JSD is uh, Jordan is saying it's the rival. That's it. Yeah, I saw that over at Shot Show. That was real nice. So yeah, yeah it's Mete yeah, and the rival. Yeah, they're, they're they're real pr- 
pretty. So there's no doubt about it. Did yeah. a good job with it. My nephew got a Canic. Uh, he have a TPS, TPS Elite, and it's nice. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I uh, they they have the white one, the white out, which is real cool. The whiteout is badass. They have one in my local gun sh- the gun shop. Hmm. Can you get the whiteout? I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. So I'd I'd probably just have to either um, go direct to the distributor or um, the manufacturer. So um, it would kind of depend on some things. So I'm not really sure. So but we can make any gun that you want white. You know what I mean? So, like, <laughs> yeah. take it to the so we've been using uh, a couple different Cerakoters in town, but mainly uh, Taylor Tech Arms um, uh, to do our uh, Cerakoting. So he's been doing a really good job for us over the last couple years now. Yeah. All right. So David, that does the gold plating, He's he's got a bunch of messages in the chat here. Uh, I think he's saying that there's a, I don't know if it's $175 bullpup for sale now, the Smith & Wesson 150 for the next half hour. Where at? Uh, yeah, so where? where is oh, wow. He said something, everything's yeah. 50% off right now. Oh, nice. And, and, but, David, you're not telling us where? <laughs> Dude, I'm already going to spend some money on uh, <laughs> on Ben's site. Now you're going to send me, make me spend money on someone else's site. Yeah. I just yeah. bought a new uh, uh, AKC, uh, um, what of Extreme Evo last night. Oh, can David not? Pr- David, text me the site because I, I think he can't post it in the chat because he's not a moderator. Is he in my chat? I can make him a mod. No, yeah, let me check if he's in my chat. He's not in mine, so he's on yours. Yeah, he must be in my chat. Right, let me go to the tubes of you. Yeah, I, I definitely want one of those whiteouts because they're just badass. Yeah, uh, who's who's the guy from Canic? The tall guy. What's his name? Why can't I remember his name? Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, the dude from Canic. Uh, he came from he's, PSA. Yeah, he's like in West Palm Beach. I'm like, dude, hook me up. Yeah, I got his name. Uh, yeah, I've talked to him before. Um, why can't I think of it? Where's my stack of business cards? Hold on. I'll get his name for you. I don't know if he should be throwing out people's names. Let's see. Yeah, call him up. Ooh, Big Daddy on Lent? Oh, never mind. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Adam? Adam, yeah, that's it. Adam is the... I don't want to say his last name. Here it is. Yep, I got his card right here. Yeah. Century on Yeah, Adam. Um, that's the dude's name. Yeah, some maybe. So, so Kurt did did Kurt throw? Did he throw up where where it was? Uh, it's David. Oh, he's saying the tier one website. Everything's fifty percent off of the what? Oh, he's goofing on us. I think he's goofing. Oh on man, us. I was about to buy a yeah. bunch of crap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> If, uh, if everything's uh, 50% off, I guess I just have unlimited money where I give everybody a whole bunch. Right. <laughs> That'd be great. 
I think I think average average margin on gun sales is probably between eight and twelve percent, depending on uh, where I'm at. So yeah, the margins on gun sales are terrible, man. Terrible. So if you want to make money, uh, don't go start a bit gun business at all. <laughs> oh, oh, well, all right. So I bought I think fifty, um, basically polymer eighty. Kits. I bought like 20 G19, 20 G17, and 10 uh, G26. And I've got 23 slides left. I've sold all the frames, and I think I broke even. So, and it, it, it's like, I got to move 23 slides still. It's like, F me. <laughs> no, I mean, that's part of the business, right? Yeah, yeah, but, but I've had some fun. Um, you know, you, you got to pay for a table at a gun show. It's not too expensive. The shows around me are like 80 or 90 bucks a show. So it's not that bad. Um, the, you know, you get to meet some people and, and uh, you know, just hang out. But, you know, in doing this, I met David who does the gold plating. So I got a gold plated G17 with a little bit of horse trading and, uh, he laser engraved the roses on my wife's uh, P365 Patmos slide and gold plated that and colored it in. So that looks crazy. Um, yeah, it looked really good. I definitely was impressed with that whole situation there. That, that looked really good. Yeah, yeah, that, that's real neat. So, yeah. uh, you know, having some fun doing some horse trading and uh, getting some cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's still fun, you know. Like, if I wasn't fun, I wouldn't be doing this, you know? <laughs> and kind of yeah. practical. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, it's it's like, uh, I'm not getting rich off doing YouTube or social media, but I'm having fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. I've, I've definitely had a lot of other hobbies that haven't made me any money ever at all. Good point. So. Good point. But, uh, <laughs> so. Yep, I don't yep. know if you've Cars, ever airplanes and Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know if you've ever tried to build an airplane or a car, but uh those are exactly the most solid investments in the universe either. Uh unless you're uh unless you're uh heavy D sparks or something like that or right. can dig right. you guys down here in Salt Lake City. Yeah. So So it can be made, just like everything else, but wow, it's tough. Interesting. Uh oh, Ting Ting says I don't sell her stuff. I, where is Ting Ting? Is she in California? I don't know. Uh, uh, Ting Ting? I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, I know she has an AK. She can't be in California. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, unless we just ratted her out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now all of a sudden the uh, they're going to kick down her door. Right. So up. can can and legal are, are two different things. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yep, is yep. definitely and, true. And, and Ron Wayne uh, said it met some nice people along the way. So yeah, I, I've been seriously between YouTube and uh, doing the gun shows stuff like that. I've had some fun. Yeah, it's a great excuse to go meet some people and stuff that are like-minded and whatnot. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been fun. Yeah, we to travel places and it's pretty neat. 
So Ben, are you like uh, any plans on buying an airplane again, or are you just uh, out of air- aircraft ownership? Um, you know, I, I'm not. I'm not super excited about uh, buying an aircraft uh, anytime soon. Um, actually, a platform job at SkyWest. A couple we're still waiting to hear back from them, but um, so I'm kind of hoping that I get the travel bennies of uh, being a an airline pilot for a little while. We kind of uh-huh. you know ramp up in this, in this situation with the uh, website and whatnot because you know like. I, it's it's not that like I'm totally dying for money or anything, but like uh, you know I I'm definitely not like living to my my normal quality of life that I've been accustomed to, uh, you know. So um, yeah, so basically it's you know kind of uh, like bridging that gap a little bit, and yeah, there's some things that I want to do to the house and whatnot, and so it's just kind of one of those deals. So but it's cool, so it'll be fun. Another cooter in a jerk. You know what? I think I'm gonna get uh, my son a cricket. Uh, I'll tell you what I've been eyeing. I've been eyeing the Henry Survival rifle. Oh, I have one. I'm like, I think that's just a staple. That's like something. It's an AR-7. Have. Yeah. 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 Do, do you want it because they used to pit them on airplanes or whatever? Yes. You know the story I think, of the Henry uh, Fieldcraft. Sorry, I, I think Fieldcraft Survival is coming up with their own uh, survival rifle too. I think it's a it's a takedown twenty two um, that has some sort of survival kit built into the buttstock or something. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's going to be really good, but they've they've been working on it from it. Yeah, should I get the Savage or the Cricket? <laughs> You're not worried about your kid shooting his eye out? No. Well, we'll see. We'll see what we get here. Maybe do a little bit of a, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Make sure uh, everything is. Ooh. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Yeah. So yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I gotta. Get, I actually gotta go in here pretty, pretty quick. Uh, in the next couple of minutes, um, is there uh, anything else I can do or answer for you guys um, before I take off? I appreciate you guys having me on for sure. Um, you know, it's it's always good to talk to you guys and stuff. So I'm um, I'm sorry that today, of course, was uh, another, uh, yeah, one of those one of those things. Yep, I still so. got one sticker left. Uh-huh. Nice. Nice. Well, if you run out, I, I know where they make more of those. So. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone can don't, go. Don't be, don't, don't be shy. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll let you get out of here. Everyone go to tier1kinetics.com. And I dropped tier it in my one Tier1kinetics.com. All right. All right, Ben. Well, thank Thanks you for joining much. us. I appreciate it. Yeah, see you, Rich, John. It's good to see you guys. You. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah, so that was Ben from Tier 1 Kinetics. And Ben uh, built a very easy, so he's a Canardian. 
uh, that's how I hooked up with him. Oh, really? Because yeah, yeah, he was posting all of his Connard stuff on uh, Instagram. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know, man. I I, th- I think, you know what? I I think I'm gonna build a helicopter in my in my garage and not take any helicopter <laughs> lessons and try to fly it. You you know you can taxi a helicopter with no license whatsoever. Uh, I did not know that. Yeah, that's crazy. That's there, there was some dude who uh, ended up killing himself in a, in a helicopter. You try to fly you know, without a without a uh, license. Well, like any lessons. Yeah, there's um, it actually. You know, Ben's a helicopter pilot. Yeah, just yeah. Uh, military helicopter pilot, but um, I don't know. I, I've I've flown RC helicopters, which is actually harder than flying a real helicopter. And I'm not talking about modern RC helicopters. I'm talking about like 10, 15, actually more than 15 years ago. In fact, they were old for 15 years ago that I was flying. So with the older gyros, not the heading lock gyros and all that bit. Um, so yeah, all the old electronics, no st- stability augmentation. So uh, yeah, yeah, helicopter flying is a, a lot of hard work. And I, I would say do an RC helicopter first. Okay, this dude right here. Flew a helicopter. Oh, that's the one. This is really bad. Without without any lessons, and without an instructor in there, dude just decided I'm going to fly a helicopter. First off, a helicopter is incredibly mechanically complex, and you're counting on every one of those parts working without failure. You know, there's uh, in some systems there is no redundancy. That's when you power down and you say, I don't know what I'm doing, or this isn't set up right. And too late. D- isn't this one where the guy gets up and walks away? No, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Why would you try to attempt to fly a helicopter with no lessons? See, I don't know that the guy was attempting to fly. He might have been attempting to taxi it. and But with no lessons. Yeah, well, you're legally allowed to taxi a helicopter, you know, hover a helicopter without any lessons. So the problem with a helicopter is you got to do three things uh, at the same time. So if you want to go up, you got to increase the throttle, increase the pitch on the rotor head to maintain the RPM. When you do that, uh, there's more torque, so you got to step on the pedal. So you're you got a you know a throttle control on a lever that you're pulling. So you're twisting the throttle, pulling the lever to get more RPMs and pitch, or maintain the RPMs and pitch, and then you're stepping on the rudder pedal. So you're always coordinating three things at once when you're flying a helicopter. Yeah, I think that's for you, Rich. Yeah, um, I'd rather go for a vehicle with lower parts count, lower critical parts count. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I used I, to argue. I say you just let go and just let the damn thing land itself. 
Yeah, hard pass. Uh, the the only like if you have an engine out in a helicopter, it's uh, engine outs in helicopters are potentially a hundred percent survivable because you auto rotate down. You actually reverse the pitch of the rotor blades, so it slows your descent and stores up the kinetic energy in the rotor head. And you only get to do this once. And before you hit the ground at the right altitude, you pitch in the opposite direction, and that slows you down. So based on physics, if you have an engine out in a helicopter, you can always land it. You can always safely land it from any altitude. And, you know, you don't need a large area where when you're landing an airplane, you need a lot of area to decelerate. Dude, that one, so, that one dude that landed, uh, landed, um, his, his helicopter on, on, uh, on Everest. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, well, that that was a stunt. That was a planned event. Yeah, but that's hard to do, man. Yes. Yeah, that's way, way the heck up there. Um, oh, Range Bros TV. How's it going, man? <laughs> I think Range Bros went to the gathering. Uh, and, and I John apparently was supposed to be there. Yeah, my wife was deployed. All right, there you go. <laughs> and I did not fly an F-35 off the deck of an amphibious ship into the South China Sea. Did they ever recover that? Uh, I don't or, know. I think it's too or, deep. I thought it was like 1,000 feet deep or something like that. Or do they still, 1,000 feet you can recover? Look, What was the uh, the Guillemar Explorer recovering that submarine? That was a lot deeper. Yeah, uh, so that means there's a U.S. Los Angeles class submarine sitting on top of that helicopter, a uh, helicopter airplane F-35. Yeah, the Glomar. Uh, that's where you get the term Glomar for uh, whenever they won't give you Neither stuff. Neither confirm nor deny. Yeah, when they, they won't give you stuff in a FOIA request, and it goes back to a Glomar recovering a uh, Russian sub um, during the Cold War. The Glomar was the name of the ship. <laughs> Wayne has the best here. Hold on. He says he may be a legitimate pilot, just spilled his coffee on his junk. <laughs> or, or a bee could have flown in. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that's where you get the whole term of Glomar is because the ship that recovered the Russian sub. You know, but yeah, uh, in other news, and I'm sure China's already salvaged it. In other news, um, the uh, Ukraine is striking back into uh, Russia now. Whoa, really? That's yeah. badass. Yeah, so now so- they, they kicked them, they've, they retook a village. And now they're launching. Now they're attacking, uh, um, attacking Russian bases in Russia. That's crazy. So uh, Walter posted that somebody's selling an M forty eight tank recovery vehicle. I said, if you change the gauges to Russian, I know where you can sell it. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, just you know, 
they they just use tractors to recover tanks over there. The well, that, that's the Ukrainians. Yeah, the Ukrainians. That's how they recover <laughs> their tanks. They just hook up and drive away. There's been like three of those guys that stolen tanks. Well, armored personnel carriers, I believe. Well, yeah, armored personnel carriers. But don't you think that uh, after the first one, they're like, hey, man, you might want to not leave them unattended? Um, you know, maybe it was lunch. Maybe, uh, I, I don't know. You know, I don't know. Yeah, it's well, that, that was my favorite story. One of my favorite stories is, um, of course, none of this has been authenticated. Is uh, when the Israelis bombed the Iraqi nuclear power plant. Apparently, the United States gave the Israelis intelligence to let them know that the radar operators went to lunch at noon. Yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> so they came in at noon. Bomb the reactor, turn around and left. Yeah, I, I heard about that. I've also... Uh... I was also researching the Israeli-South African joint nuclear test. No, I'm not familiar with that. Uh, it happened, though, like a long time ago. Um, and it's like in, in like the most uh, remote part of uh, the world. It's called the, the Vila incident. It's I'm like, not familiar with that. It's like the most... They, it was a double flash that was picked up by U.S. satellites in like 1979, fall of 1979. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, I, think I, I know about it. It was detonated at the place on Earth that was the furthest from any land. The South Pole? No. It was. It was, it, was, it, was, it was close in the South Pole, but it wasn't the South Pole. It was, uh, it depended, you know, there's always an argument with how many oceans there are, but it's in the Southern Ocean, if mm-hmm. you believe in, in the Southern Ocean. But yeah, um, but it's, uh, what is it called? Da, da, da. But I think it was a joint South African uh, Israeli. Um, thing, but it was like the farthest away you can get from any other human on the planet, except for the satellites. I it was it was like a thousand miles away from uh, like actually over a thousand miles away from uh, any other landmass or any landmass. It is literally the most desolate place on Earth. There's more people in South Africa, not South Africa, of course South Africa, um, in Antarctica than where this took place. Mm -hmm. There's no shipping lanes through there, nothing. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's a very very interesting that's why they could do it, and that's why it was only caught by a, a satellite. They would well, not. Didn't we? 
didn't I, I forget if it was the US or Russia put up satellites to detect if people, you know, one or the other was detonating nukes behind the moon to test. Yeah, something like that. There there's some there's a couple of crazy things like that. The there's another um crazy thing. I believe it Clementine uh surveyed the moon, but I think it was like a, a CIA satellite. And I think they didn't want to risk it deorbiting around Earth, so they, uh, you know, mapped the moon a bit, and then they they went out of the lunar orbit. I don't think they returned to Earth. You typically don't have enough fuel for something like that. Uh, but I think that was a test of uh, a spy satellite, just to so they knew it was safe that nobody was going to be able to recover it if anything went bad. Yeah. If somebody was picking up noise, it was my wife talking to the dog. <laughs> yeah, well, it was me. Why are we going to moon to see why there's nothing on the dark side of the moon? That, no, this there is isn't Nazi. a dark side of the moon, which pisses me off. Well, it's dark. It's, well, you well you can and cannot say that. You can say that there isn't a dark side of the moon with a dark side of the There's a dark side of the earth as much as there's a dark side of the moon. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Like dark side because it's light on the other side, right? But you can say it's a dark side of radio signals that's being able to hit the surface. Okay, so you're talking in a different range of the EM spectrum. Exactly. Gotcha. What I, wonder, well, I mean, I mean, that, I mean that, uh, that that's not why they call it the dark side of the moon. That's just my being a smart ass. Yep, and we're used to that. Um, now, what was my point? Oh, yeah, everybody's running around putting up their own version of a GPS constellation. I don't know why anybody does that because you could just uh, do precision location based on pulsars and their frequencies. Yeah, you you definitely could. You definitely could. Pulsar, but I guess that, cool. but I, but I guess that'd be a little more complex because they're not all on the same frequency. So you'd have to yeah, you, be able to receive. Yeah, you would have to be multiple frequencies. Yeah, pulsars are cool though. You know, unless you unless you're too close to them, then you get like freaking gamma radiation. <laughs> you don't turn incredible hawk, you just die. But luckily, we we have none that's that close to us, right? Right. Yeah, a lot of people don't really understand what the pulsars are. They don't think that they're stars. Oh, really? Yeah, I got an argument yeah. with someone. Of like, he's like, I called a pulsar star, and he's like, oh, it's not a star. It's like, yeah, it is. Well, it's a a collapsed star that's rotating super fast. Exactly. But I got an argument with someone one time. It was a star. Yeah, but it, it's it's still a collapsed star. Are there any astrophysicists in our chat? And uh, did you expect to hear uh, astrophysics today on John Crumblot? No, but I mean, it's just like, you know, they didn't. I mean, it was a dumbass argument. You know, I was like, yes, a pulsar is a star. It's just spinning really, really fast. It's basically... Uh, like it, you know, it could have turned into a black hole if it was bigger or whatever. 
So, Ron Wayne, I don't know if he's making a joke about the Tesla, uh, Elon Musk Tesla that he put into space. Yeah, it's, it, no, it did not go into Uranus. <laughs> I remember saying like that wasn't a joke. I know it was a joke. Yeah, but I mean, I, I like I, I like astrophysics. Uh oh! All right, John, we we got somebody for you to call at one a.m. when you're worried about uh, quantum theory. Vanessa Kitty. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, quantum mechanics. You know, yay! I like it. Uh, quantum mechanics is cool. Um, yeah, like stuff like like spooky connections at a distance. You know, like quantum entanglement. That always stuff. freaks me out. Dude, if we, well, if we should freak everyone out because we're not even sure how the damn thing works. Well, what they're talking about is using that type of technology to detect stealth aircraft. Yeah, well, they're talking about using it to do a lot of different things, like unbreakable encryption too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, but because of that, but we but we're still not sure how exactly it works. Totally. I mean, there's some theories, but. Nothing for sure. No, considering that nobody really understands how gravity works. Well, there, there's some, there's some up there even on there. Some, uh, you, well, you have you know, to accept that it's a property of mass. Oh, if it's a, maybe it's a, there's some UTFs that kind of explain it. Just not very, just not like M theory explains gravity a little bit. You know, like like the, the the big mystery to gravity, if it is a part of the unified field, field theory, is why is gravity so weak? You know, mm-hmm. you know, weak, strong nuclear force. You know, the electromagnetism, like all that stuff, is so much more stronger than gravity. Uh-oh. Well, all right. So Ron Wayne says you can't use a transporter when traveling at warp speed, although the whatever uh, retcon of Star Trek that recently came out in the last decade, Discovery? they did. <laughs> not Discovery, not Disco. Um, right, or actually, I called it's TS. I'm sorry, STD, Star Trek Discovery, STD. I yeah. love that one. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And, and Jordan always looking for a better car ride. All right. So basically, right, it, it, it's a transporter, right? You would have to basically map every atom, then break it down. But you're not transporting the same atoms. You're using other atoms to reassemble. So every time do you, you transport, do you actually you die. commit murder? And it's just yeah, a But cloning? then couldn't you just clone people if that was the Yeah, case? what happens if it, if, if the transporter broke. And of course, we saw that episode of Star Trek where the transporter split Kirk into good Kirk and evil Kirk. Yeah, yeah, dude. But yeah, they using some technology to actually, uh, like, not transport matter, but transport data. Mm-hmm. University of Maryland has a big thing on that. All right, well, we're probably boring everyone. <laughs> It's amazing. We still have people watching. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're probably boring everyone. That is an alternative reality because when they did the movie, they broke it off into a new reality. Am I wrong for highlighting this comment from Ting Ting? But I 
just couldn't resist. Yeah. Yeah, um, I guess so. It's like this, you know, when... like uh, Polar Nights is... Uh, talking, did you say boring or boring? Boring, okay. Talking about, uh, like, Star Trek, right? Why aren't there more giants? And many people. Because <laughs> it's all depending on the amount of gravity you have on your planet. Well, many people... Well. You know, many people probably not because you do need to have some type of atmosphere and the smaller the planet, the less likely it is to hold on to the atmosphere. But mm-hmm. there should be bigger people, like giant people. Sure. Yeah, I think it's just tough finding enough big people on in the Actors Guild. And and, and, and how do we know that life out there isn't um, is carbon-based? Well, I thought there's uh, oceanic vents that are uh, sulfur vents in the ocean, and there's sulfur-based life forms. Yeah. So why why why, why is why is everything in Star Trek carbon-based? Uh oh, Polar Knight says he's six nine and the short one of the brothers. Oh wow, that's crazy. Well, I hope they're all basketball a... players. <laughs> yeah, you could probably get a job on Star Trek. You know, I think if there is life on out there, intelligent life out there that's traveling uh, intergalactic space, it's probably uh, machine-based and not, like, carbon-based. So it's AIs is what you're saying. Basically, yeah. Because, you know, with Neuralink and everything, we're going to become more and more machine until we are machines. You will. Yeah, so by the time we get to the point where we're traveling the galaxy, we'll... Probably be machine based, unless we hit the great filter. Coffee filter? No, the great filter. No, I don't know that. Why haven't we found any other life in the universe besides it's a big ass universe? Um, but you know, we haven't well, seen, detected anything, right? Pretty much, yeah. So uh, the theory is that there's a great filter before. A species gets advanced enough to be able to, you know, travel the galaxy or whatnot. They hit a great filter. Oh, okay. Rather, you know, and did we actually hit the great filter? Are we going to hit the great filter? Mm-hmm. So is the great filter called Putin? Maybe. That is definitely a possibility. So there you go, the great filter. Look it up. You haven't you haven't looked up the great filter before, Rich? No, no. Oh my goodness! I stopped learning things in 1983. What are you talking about? You know, it's it's like the solution to the Drake equation, right? Um, the fur, not Drake equation, probably Fermi paradox. Yes. You know, where, where is everything with the Fermi uh, paradox? I, uh, um, I've heard about it. I don't know. I, I know about as much about that as Petey Ralph knows about Woodstock firearms. Okay, the Fermi paradox is that we don't have any, like, evidence of aliens or extraterrestrial life 
and with the current technology and SETI and everything else, we oh, should okay. have find someone. So there's like, it seems like everything is dead out there, basically. But I, all right, I, I have heard about that. But what it is, is uh, the formula has to take into account for two intelligent species to develop either uh, radio communications time. or interstellar travel at the same time. Yeah, but, you know, uh, yeah, but, you know, maybe we're the first. Maybe they all died out. I don't know. Unless you believe Battlestar Galactica, that it just keeps happening over and over again. Yeah, that was weird. Where there's, like, turned out to be, like, what are they, angels? Well, I'm still trying to figure out what Kira Thrice was. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Was she an angel or? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we can finally move up on the Kardashev scale one day. What are we, like, point something? Oh, I'm not familiar with that scale either. Uh, the Kardashev, the type 1 civilization, type 2 civilization, type 3 civilization. It's you know, type which one, one is where you have warp speed. Well, type 1, you can use all available energy on your planet. Type 2 is in your solar system and type 3 is in your galaxy you never heard of the Kardashev no, no. Nikolai Kardashev came up with it in like in the mid 60s um. you don't know and Ron Wang brings up the important point that you have to have warp speed before you can talk to the Vulcans. Well, that is true because they annoy you. Maybe we're, you know the then you got the 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 galactic zoo theory too. And all right, tell me what that one is. That there are aliens, and they are aware of us, but they are just observing us, mm-hmm. like we're in a galactic zoo. I'm not sure what, what David is talking about, but I, it's still bright out. I think he's saying, hey, I'm going. And I'm not sure what this comment is either about the 60s when you guys were younger. I was not alive in the 60s. Alright, well, let, let's get out of here. Oh, uh, yeah, Buckyballs and Dyson Sears. Yep. Yeah, Big a Dyson, fan of Richard uh, Buckminster Fuller. Yeah, a, a Dyson Sear would fall on the, in, a, in a type 2 civilization. But how would you have enough material to build a Dyson sphere? Um, well, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have to incorporate, like, encase the whole sun in it. Right, but you'd have to get enough material for that. Yeah. So where do you get that? Well, there's that's where it comes with intergalactic travel. Gosh, there was a bad movie I watched recently. I don't, oh gosh, it was a sci-fi movie where they destroy the Earth. Um, with uh, oh, 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 they find uh, like a twenty-three mile um, meteor coming towards the Earth, and they were going to deflect it, and then they don't because there's all sorts of valuable metal on it. And they think they can like deorbit it or capture it, and they don't. And the plan fails, and then they go to a new planet. And there's some guy, like some Elon Musk type guy, that was the presidential advisor. And he's, you know, how they say they like, oh, we know how you're going to die. And earlier in the, the movie, 
He's like, you're going to be eaten by whatever. You know, the president, who is a female, asks, how am I going to die? And so they land on this planet, and these cute little animals are uh, predators to people. And it ate the president. He's like, oh, that must be a whatever. You know, Damn. Now i got to remember what platform I watched the movie on. And then, then look up my watch history. Why? Why do a Dyson sphere where you can do a Dyson swarm? Ooh, okay. There you go. Or a Dyson because ring. you want to conserve every last bit of energy. Uh, I don't know. Or a Dyson you don't ring. Want to let any loose. Dyson rings is right. more possible. Is that more like Halo? Yeah. Well, you just sort of ring around it. I don't know that the Halo chef sucks. All right, let's get out of here. All right, guys, we are out of here. We'll be back uh, tomorrow where we promise not to talk about physics. These are our conversations in the middle of the night. If you wonder what it sounds like, this is what it sounds like. When John can't sleep. Yeah. Mass drivers are more practical. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Mike, give me a call in a minute, okay? Are you guys going to talk about mass drivers? No, uh, I've got to talk to you about his polymer 80 that he got. And he thinks he's throwing it in a vice, and he shouldn't throw it in a vice. Who's going to throw a, a Palmer 80 in a vice? No, you don't do that. Yeah. Mass drivers are cool. I mean, and, you know, it might, it might actually work. But better than that impossible engine, the EM engine that didn't work, that everyone. Actually, like, Mike, ah, I'll give you a call because I got to talk to my wife first. All right. All right, guys. All right, guys. I will see you guys later. Bye. Yep.